Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. talk about so much football today so much football like the most football ever or all the the footballs all all the footballs we're going to talk about terrell owens coming back we're going to talk about Derek carr not coming back we're going to talk about my illustrious run to the first overall pick game we're going to talk about people losing in horrible ways to not go to the fantasy championship. And we're going to talk about Mercedes Lewis, because apparently he's still in the NFL. So, <laughs> which is going to be, it's it's going to be a time. You pick the right day to watch this show. Or listen, if you're listening, that's okay. This is That Helps No One, Fantasy Cast on the Dean Blundell Network. We took a little bit of a hiatus because uh, I got stuck in California and I had no access to the machine, the machine that is this. So yeah, uh, I'm not complaining, but I, I do miss you guys. Uh, how, how are things? How are things? Cold. Okay. Yeah, actually, no, it shouldn't. It was, it was cold. Yeah. And then it just flipped, complete flipped 180. We went in like a two day span from being like minus 25 to what are we like three degrees right now, Steve? Mushy rain and it's gross. Roads are gross, oh, yeah. slippery, but not slippery. Mm-hmm. City crews have not bothered to shovel out anything, and it's like just a disaster. It's not Vancouver bad, but it's bad. It's bad. You know, uh, it's bad. Ted, your microphone is on, but it looks like you're not on air today. So is your radio job like on hiatus for now, mm. or it's a little, it's a little too bright. Oh, the sunspot. You should figure out a way to like click it off and on, like a one of those broken signs. Everybody seizures and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. We're we're good for all kinds of things. So, uh, Steve, how was your fishing trip? Always good. Perfect. This is great. This is great. Chris might join us possibly. If you guys want to, <laughs> if you want to chat with us on uh, our YouTube page, by all means, come on by and uh, tell us about how you got to the championship or how you just missed it, or you lost by a hundred or you lost by point one because those stories are equally great, or maybe just somebody decided to not play like a DeAndre Hopkins or just not play DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Well, I mean, he played, but they didn't give him the ball at all. They tried to. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. That's true. It was really hilarious. I I was looking at, I can't remember. It might've been like pro football focus or something like that. Yeah. And they had a, uh, a week 16 busts team. Yeah. 
So if you had these players on your team, you like got lit up. So like Justin Fields, uh, DeAndre Hopkins was on there, Ramondre. Let me uh, check my roster. I could probably tell you who that team is. Exactly. It's probably your team, Ted. Yeah. This is what we've been talking about this whole time, like the whole year and even into last year a little bit where we were talking about it honestly doesn't matter. You can go and assemble the the super mega team and you got one bad week. That week for me was week 15, which week one of my playoffs, which is why I wanted the first round by. Didn't get the first round by, got kicked out in the first round because week 15 was a crapshoot. Well, turns out I was right about my team's week 16. I had a great week, week 16. It just didn't matter for me. Everyone else's crapshoot week was week 16. So mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. soon as I'm out, I'm just, I'm here for the chaos. Like all I want is the wildest, weirdest things. Somebody's heart gets ripped out of their chest because I want hurt people hurt other people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Pro ridiculousness. Um, yeah. So speaking of ridiculousness, so Chris and I actually played for the semifinal for the first overall pick and uh, you, should, I, you should explain that. We had we had such a chaos week uh, in LA. Our flight got canceled on Wednesday, so we were stranded for the time being down in Los Angeles, which isn't a terrible thing. But when you're trying to get home for Christmas to see the rest of your family, it's not the greatest. So anyway, figured it out. We were going to be staying in LA. I'm like, wait, is there a chance? Is there a chance I could go see the Rams play the Broncos on Christmas Day? And I'm thinking, yes, there is a chance. Now, my flight was at 5.30, and I got poo-pooed on that pretty quickly. But, uh, you know, that's how it goes. So this this is uh, just is unbelievable. I've been talking about this all year, about my random team. You guys have joked about how it's kind of a disaster. And I always said, like, you know, there's, there's a smidgen of hope there that I'm actually an okay team. It's just things weren't working out. And, of course, of all weeks... It comes to the semifinals, and Chris and I were back and forth, and I would just like to go through quickly of how crazy my week was starting. And I'm sure you guys all saw on Twitter, like, who had the Cam Akers, Tyler Higby stack? I was one of them. <laughs> um, I, it makes no sense whatsoever. They blew up for a combined 42 points. I had Dante Foreman, who had 22 points. I had apparently James Conner decided he wanted to have a fun day, so he had 18 points. By the way, my quarterback this week was Andy Dalton. He of 3.58 points. I had, <laughs> I had, um, what's his name? Is it Jordan Mason? I started him, which was a bad idea. He had zero points. That was fun. Uh, and I didn't start Dotson, who had 13 and a half points, and I'm thinking, geez, that's going to let me up. Oh, by the way, I had George Kittle. So four guys alone. I already beat Chris, and then I added the rest of my roster, and I almost doubled him up. It was 141 to 74. Of all weeks for my team to just, like, totally fluke out, it was the right week. And I actually have a legitimate chance of we're in the consolation final, which is where you can win the first pick. And I play my cousin in there, and it's sadly going to be close. So now I'm thinking, who do I start? Brock Purdy? Aaron Rodgers somehow is on the waiver wire. Tom Brady's on the waiver wire to nowhere. It's weird. So anyway, anything is possible in fantasy football for all the stupidest reasons you can lose and sometimes for all the stupidest reasons you can win. So I am championing my cause uh, because 
it makes absolutely no sense of why I'm here. Why couldn't have I had a week like that in like I don't know week twelve or week thirteen? No, I no, think no. You would have needed a lot, a lot more than just like one good week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I needed like you had two. to have enough of those weeks to like make the playoffs first. And now that's true. That that's that's a fair comment. And Kyle, the guy that I was battling with for like four weeks, he's in the final. Although mm-hmm. he uh, he was dealt a pretty rough hand today as uh, Derek Henry is not going to be playing on Thursday Night Football. Uh, he's a league winner in pretty much every league. So when you lose your top running back and you pretty much have zero backup option, that's a big gut punch to start your week, and it hasn't even started yet. So I don't know. Crazy times. I, I would just like to say, because this is kind of like a full circle moment when you were saying, like, why is Aaron Rodgers on the waiver wire? I did that. Yeah. And I did that for a very specific reason. So when I knew I was out, if you are in a keeper league and you're out, there's no point holding on to guys who have no chance of becoming a keeper at all. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers will never be a keeper for me. I don't even care if I start him this week. I don't even care if I start Lamar because guess what? I don't have to start a roster this week now that I figured it out. So what I do is I drop all the dead weight and I pick up any sort of player who might just hold like just the smallest little lottery ticket. So a week and a half ago, I added Hassan Haskins rookie running back could be backing up Derrick Henry. Should anything go wrong? So I add him and in sleeper, you can, you can put down like little like laughing emojis or like thumbs up to like moves and stuff like that. One of the boys in there has like the crying laughing face at me. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, just wait if if it ever pans out because I don't need Aaron Rodgers. If I drop Aaron Rodgers and Derrick Henry like tears an ACL in the offseason, I've got a rookie running back who's going to take the helm of a team who pounds the rock. You got to insta start right there. Back a little like the the lottery tickets maybe just looking a little bit cleaner now. I mean, no I don't think you're going to start him against Dallas. Dallas is pretty good against running backs this year, but I know the guy Kyle's playing right now. I apologize to Kyle. I said, hey, Kyle, I'm so sorry. Last week I picked up Haskins. Sounds like Derrick Henry's not going to play. He goes, it's okay. I'm used to losing in the finals. The guy Kyle's playing messaged me and said, thank you so much. For <laughs> Haskins." So I'm like, I got like the devil and the angel on my shoulder of two people in the finals. And I literally don't care about either because I'm not in the finals. Yeah, and you're right. This is the time to do it because if you can hit on any of those lottery tickets... As we get into the time where you have to pick keepers next year, now you've got trade bait. And you don't yeah. even need these guys anyway. So now you're these are just these are waiver wire pickups right now when everybody's <clears throat> freaking out about either making the or making the finals or whatever and at some point everybody's just going to kind of leave it alone, right? So why not add them? Because when it comes time to set your keepers, all of a sudden, oh, I need a rookie or oh, I need this. Well, for a fourth round pick, you can have this instantly. You're a genius, and all you have to do is click a button. It's shenanigan week, right? Like it's 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 always like this. <laughs> what so was that place I, called again? I, I, I what's that place with all the shit on the walls? It's shenanigans. Um, it's powdered sugar. It's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just I, I love this time of week because like uh, I mean Ryan, you know when we played in in that old sort of first right of refusal bid league, right? There's there's always so much positioning going, right? There's so much like roster gymnastics that have to happen via injuries or IR spots. And, you know, I, I, and this is usually the time of year where you're getting down to 
you know, everybody only has, you know, five or six fab bucks left and you're trying to sort of save it in case you need it. Right. And you can be in a situation like I was a few years back where, where I needed Khalil Bell off the Chicago bears roster um, because we had a, a running back go out and, and knowing that that was the guy that I wanted and knowing that there was three other guys ahead of me that had more fab bucks, I had to like put fake bids out on everybody else, hoping that they'd outbid me so that by the, when the time came, I could bid on the player that I really wanted. Uh, knowing that everybody else had spent their bucks, right? And then lo and behold, you get him and he goes off and you win your fantasy football week, but that can't happen and without all the roster gymnastics, right? So Steve doing this nasty little pickup, not maliciously, but, you know, shame on Kyle for not having him on his roster um, because I think you have to. I mean, I went out and made a trade for Daniel Jones just so I could have a backup quarterback because of the crap that's available out there. You have to sort of hedge your bets come playoff time. So, I mean, you know, Kyle hasn't lost all of, the, the finals i mean no he's, no he's he's got, he's got one under his belt but he's, he said he's mean, one one for ten yeah yeah he made he, okay maybe he has lost a lot of finals but yeah he's he's the guy that i thought would have had you know would have had him on his roster so you know kudos to you steve i mean that is a, a lottery ticket pick and right up until the point that tennessee drafts another running back that's a great pick right i mean and that's many 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 months and weeks down the road so that's a fun one and here's another yeah, thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you mentioned like it's not maliciously because honestly, like I don't care who wins the finals. I have no stake in this. There, there's no reason for me to do like the, oh, I'm going to pick up every quarterback so that you have to start a garbage quarterback. Like this was six days ago. I added Haskins. Like we didn't know Derrick Henry was going to be down. This is like, this is my time of year where all I'm thinking about is greedy Steve is deciding to like, think for himself and himself only so like greedy stevie greedy stevie is on full effect like i don't need aaron Rodgers. i don't need dawson knox like all of these guys that have zero chance of being kept um like some of the guys i have added are haskins isaiah spiller jalen warren raheem blackshear like it's a it's a big 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 lottery ticket like probably worse than maybe the the actual lottery but that one per like we're talking about that one percent chance that something Najee harris goes down with with an acl you got jalen warren just sitting on your bench um trade bait or you just keep them <laughs> maybe i want to go in next year to try and win again it's kind of my mo every year so like could just be sitting there waiting for me so think for yourself this week and into shenanigans week and so going into the final week or i guess once the season ends if there's like a guy that has been basically that's underperformed, and we've seen a lot of these lists in the last couple of days, pay attention to those lists. Pay attention to the guy maybe you've been trying to get all season, and now that everything's over and everybody's got their guards down, if there's a, you can make a trade. Like I've been looking at Traylon Burks for, I mean, since the draft, to be honest. In the next two weeks, is going to be the easiest time. I mean, depending on what happens at quarterback there, I mean, Malik Willis is not great yet. And there's there's a lot of ifs over there. But, I mean, the ceiling on him, if he gets something going, is going to be massive. And I'm not saying go after Traylon Burks, but there's guys out there that you can have access to that have had bad seasons that are going to rebound. Or, I mean, there's some guys that take a few years, but... Look at who's out there because this is when you're going to get them at their absolute lowest cost and you could set yourself pretty nice and it might not cost you anything. It might cost you 
I don't know, 10th round pick or something like that for a guy that ends up being, you know, a bonafide starter in week one next year. So look at that as well, because everybody's guard's going to be down. Yeah, you should also be checking the IR stashes. Like, go into your league. I know Sleeper. I I love Sleeper for this, because you can actually filter by guys that are on the IR. So it's almost like it's almost too easy. There's no excuse, really. Right. Like if you are on sleeper, that's a really good point, Ted. There is absolutely no reason why you should not be able to at least go scour the IR report. Like a guy like John Mechie might be on there. Um, Highly touted guy wasn't playing because of, you know, some medical issues or um, I grabbed Rashad Penny six days ago when I grabbed Haskins and, uh, you know, our boy Chris was like you son of a you know what like i was gonna go get him right now and to me i only had two guys on my ir spots fill them up they're they're, they're just free. sitting there who cares like rashad bateman is on ir like what happens if he's looking like a wide receiver one next year um yeah and but not maybe, just ir suspension like, calvin ridley let's bring him up quickly too like he's been sitting he's been sitting on my ir on the suspension list all year there is a 1% chance they reinstate him this year, maybe, at best. No. Realistically, no. He's sitting there. If you can have Calvin Ridley for free, and again, he may not uh, have a great season next year. Who knows what kind of shape he's in. No, he's going to. If he blows up, that is the freest wide receiver one you're going to get next year. And it not will cost you nothing. There, but he is going to, like, that's going to be my way too early blowout candidate prediction. Like, Calvin Ridley is playing with a good quarterback for the first time ever. He's super talented. That Jags team looks like they're ready to explode. He's going to be their wide receiver number one. I know Christian Kirk is kind of, he's actually been one of the better off-season pickups, even though everyone laughed at that contract that they gave him. It was just an overpay, that's all. He's still a good receiver. Yeah. Calvin Ridley, I think I think you're crazy. If he is sitting anywhere on the waiver wire, just go get him for free. Drop yourself a Dawson Knox. Drop like if you're not using the guy, who cares? Like, don't keep someone useless on there when you've got a, a, a wide receiver one. Calvin Ridley's also, I think, what, like 25 years old too? Oh, like he's you're gonna have him for a little while. He did he bet on football. He didn't use PEDs. He bet on his team to win. Yeah. Not like he was like I'm going to bet against the Falcons and sandbags. So I win a bunch of money. Like he bet on his team to win. Yeah. He's Pete Rose. Anyways, I I got in trouble on Twitter for talking about that stuff. So I won't (laughs) really, well, not in trouble, but everyone was like, are you kidding me? Wrong is wrong. Wrong is wrong. You can bet on yourself to win and you get to spend it for a whole season or you can do shitty things in massage parlors and only get 11 games. <laughs> wrong is wrong, my ass. Yeah, yeah. T- totally the same thing, though. Totally the same thing. Can't compare apples to oranges, is what I was told. Did you guys see uh, the Russell Wilson uh, press conference today? Not, not by me, for the record. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so we're, just so we got that out there. Uh, just so we got that out there. Did you guys see? Suspend uh, the man. Yeah, right. Did you see uh, Russ at his press conference today? I old man Russ. yeah so he goes on and the whole song and dance like yeah like nate's you know he's great guy da 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 like i wish the best for him i wish blah 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 and he goes i wish i could have played better for him like 
yeah, I think everyone wishes you could have played better for him. That's why he got fired, you idiot. So, <laughs> like, right now, as it sits, and I can't remember what needs to happen. Obviously, they need to lose out the Broncos, and I think the Bears also need to lose. Is that correct? Let's ride. Uh, yeah. For uh, for um, Seattle to get the Broncos' second overall pick, it's almost locked in that they get the third overall pick, which is unreal. And then I think they have 12th pick right now as well. Um, what a season. What a season. Somebody posted the Super Bowl score today, too. If Denver wins, there's a couple teams that have five wins. And if they win again, there's a couple teams. There's a lot of teams that have six wins. So I'm not sure how it's locked in. Are they just saying that based on who they play? Uh, I think strength of schedule, yeah. I mean, realistically, they're not going to be winning, let's be honest. Oh, they have the Chiefs. Mm. Whoops. Dashed. (laughs) And then they have the Chargers. Okay, so I see see where they're going. Yeah, so, I mean, just, again, we can bring it up one more time. I saw somebody posted the Super Bowl score today uh, from whatever the Super Bowl was at the Seahawks won, and they're like, this is the Russell Wilson trade. (laughs) (laughs) like yeah pretty much pretty much um what else we got here my boy is back if we just sorry yeah it's like we just woke up this year and like all of a sudden russell wilson was like old yeah he was he was completely fine it's crazy to me that the seahawks aren't resigning him let's ride all the good stuff and then somehow russell wilson is older than aaron Rodgers. how did that happen i don't know Ego. This is why football is so awesome because it is so unpredictable. Like, don't you guys remember in the offseason, everybody was like, the NFC West, oh my gosh, you're going to have four playoff teams. These are going to be the best teams ever. And then you've got the Broncos and the Raiders, and you're like, are uh, you even NFL like, eligible anymore? Yeah. Is like, this thing on? You, yeah, you guys were supposed to be like lead the division, and everyone had Kansas City behind all these like new teams, and Kansas City's like, yeah, we're still here. Like, what's up? There's like, I mean, I said it a little earlier in the in the year, but there's there's there is no league in sports that like that writes storylines, like epic storylines, ridiculous storylines, Cinderella storylines, in game moment storylines that like the NFL does. Yeah, it's it's just not comparable. Like the unthinkable seems to happen every single week, whether it's in a game, or a specific play, or some behind the scenes thing or a trade like honestly like it's just it's craziness this is a, the craziest league and this is one of the craziest seasons that i can remember in, in at least the last like 10 years you want to know what's really crazy ted i'm looking at a possibility that i would rather start a guy that took horse injections <laughs> than a guy that says let's ride like i'm looking at two quarterbacks and i'm thinking i would rather start an aaron Rodgers and everything we know about him than russell wilson it makes no sense to me. Conair, baby. Conair. Ah, uh, yeah. What's Wait, that? That's a rock. Uh, yeah, by I, the by, Steve, I, that might be a great Halloween costume for you. What's you should, that? Yeah, the Conair costume. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think we do Disney in this house. Mm. I'm sure yeah, it's yeah. on Disney Plus. I'm sure they're on. I'm sure. I'm sure they're on. <laughs> That's how he justifies. Quick, it. quickly, Google's like, babe, it's on Disney Plus, so it's practically. I mean, he's Mickey's best friend. So, uh, yeah, not uh, not the greatest. Um, yeah, Mike White is back this week, so they play the Seahawks, and I could not be more excited. You guys, how come I didn't get a Mike White jersey in my mailbox for Christmas? I really thought. I, yeah. I can't try to. Yeah, we tried to order one for you, but it turns out they don't exist. No, I've seen them. 
I sent you the Unless link. you live in New Jersey, you can't get a Mike White. I think what people are doing is they're ripping Zach Wilson name bars off, you know, like the Canucks use. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, the age old trick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sundin to who was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, who was 13? Come back as oh. 13 to 18. I can't even remember. Uh, Eva. We'll, we'll think of it. We'll think of it one day. You'll, I'll let you Google it. Well, okay. I can't remember. Kurt, uh, something with a K. Something with a K. I don't it's remember. Like Cody Hodson to Zach Cassian jerseys. Yeah, that all worked out. That worked out. So Mike White's back. They play the Seahawks this week. It's going to be awesome. Get you some. Uh, but you know what, guys? For the final time this season, unless we decide. Now, nah, you know what? For the final time this season. We are going to get into the segment of all segments. This is better than anything you'll see on any other football show on national television, cable, your your local PBS channel, whatever. It's time for Battle Stars. I'm gonna just translate back to that. Just just working on that. Just working on the, the technical stuff. Yeah. So, guys, we missed last week, and I didn't want to combine it, so we had, like, eight, because that just gets nauseating of seeing guys to screw over your roster. So, um, Steve, this guy has been picked a lot this season, and yet he keeps showing up because he's doing the things, because nobody's starting him. So, uh, who, who did you have this week? Right, so I'm a multitasker. It was Steve Bernier. Remember number 18, Steve Bernier? There you go. A lot of Steve Bernier jerseys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, my Thanos star has not been picked all season. He's been picked once by me. Um, mm, I'm pretty sure I had him in week 12. Did you? Yeah. Mm, we'll check. Anyways, he, uh, I, I said in episode 15, and I'm sure if Ted actually picked him in week 12, he would have said that he helped no one because he did help no one. I'm still going to reiterate that message because this guy, you both picked him. Not only one touchdown. He took a second touchdown away from the likes of Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. If you had those guys in your fantasy football uh, semifinals or finals, if you were in finals weeks, you were mad at Trenton Irwin the first. <laughs> and he's a Gabe Davis. Bills mix the extra point. Bears still lead 7-6. Back to you guys in the The throw to the end zone. Caught for the touchdown. Trenton. Sorry about that. How did, how did he that. get that? How did he get that open? Because nobody's it's, covering it's, him. Because they're like, it's got Ooh. to be March Ace effect. But like, you got to cover the seam route of all the routes. Like he's just, hey, over here. Yeah, okay, I'll take my second <laughs> one of the day. See you, Jamar Chase. Trenton Irwin. Who would have thunk it? I mean, he was in Cortland Sutton territory. Just like, just... yeah. Guys, pass me, but he did get the ball in this case. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's that's how it goes sometimes. Um, I'm gonna go next, and before I show you my clip, this guy, I, I didn't even know he's still in the NFL. To be perfectly honest with you, and just in case you're wondering uh, how long he's been in the NFL, I saw this uh, tweet this week. Mercedes Lewis was on NFL 2K1 on the Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> For all you guys uh, that are <laughs> remember the Sega Dreamcast, that was a few years ago. In fact, 2K1 means 2001, so a long time ago. Great system, by the way. Sega, Sega Dreamcast. That was uh, that was Randy Moss on the cover of 
there, NFL 2K1. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I didn't know he was still in the NFL, but he is. And he caught a touchdown, too. Mercedes Lewis. Pressure coming. Rodgers, sideline, Lewis, Mercedes Lewis, sets up first and goal. I think that was just a first down. Like, whatever, it was still nice. That was a good haul. Yeah, that, that was the clip I found. It's like that's a fun little wheel route. I'm I'm sure I, I didn't actually pay attention to who was covering him. I'm sure it's like a middle linebacker who's like yeah. stuffing runs and he's like, oh, Mercedes Lewis, like that's ah, okay. He can't run. Like, oh, neither can I. Damn. Oh, yeah. he's gonna catch it over me. It was either a big like in the box like linebacker, or it was like some like five foot seven corner or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just an absolute missing up on his back. Like, how did that guy beat me? He's he's the fastest man alive. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Bro, if he's beating you, you need to quit. You need to quit and get out now. Uh, Ted, who is your Thano this week? Uh, well, first off, yeah, so I verified it, Steve. Week 12, Trenton Irwin. Appreciate you uh, jumping on the bandwagon with the Ireland start in Thano. So, yeah, that's a fun one. A couple times this year. So maybe he's this year's Jody Fortson. Who knows, right? He's been there a bunch of times. Where Where good. is Jody Fortson, by the way? He's not a Thano. He's, he's, he's done anything. He's on the IR, and is he the still? reason I know that is I went to go pick him up just to say I picked him up this year and then drove him after, just to see what you guys would say. Like, why did you Why did you do that? I started, I, well, so in, in our other sleeper league, I traded basically everybody away to stockpile draft picks because there was there was just no way that I was going to win. And I started Jody Fortson in a couple of weeks because it was just that bad, so... That's that's the way she goes. I think he he got me like three points, so it wasn't anything fantastic. Um, but my Thano for this week is uh, none other than Shane Zilstra. So if you haven't heard that name, 0% rostered, 0% started. But every once in a while, you see you know a tight end do this sort of short yardage end zone dash thing where he's a red zone target. And then, bam, Shane Zilstra does it three times in one game five catches for 26 yards and this is just one of them um before i get into it is it zilstra or zylstra i think it's zilstra because i mean you spell a lot of things wrong in the in the document so i'm just making sure that like your phonics are on par so i'm gonna we'll we'll find out in the we'll find out in the clip let's let's find out yeah okay let's let's verify okay in that secondary goth each points quickly and Patrick Shane Zilstra with his third touchdown of this game, his fourth of the season. It is. Well, there Zilstra. you have it. Pronunciation is correct, and Week Twelve was Trenton Irwin. So I'm verified on two accounts, boys. Man, wow. Is <laughs> Go for the blue check mark, buddy. Fire on fire. Go for the blue check mark, my friend. <laughs> it's only eight bucks a month. Yeah, I think it's only eight bucks to get a blue chat mark nowadays, right? Yeah, you probably got to jump through a few extra hoops now, but that that's fine. Uh, Chris is likely not going to be showing up. He is being a dad, and that's okay. I mean, sometimes it's not okay, but in this case, we'll allow it to be okay. Um, and he's got a guy that I believe has been on the show before. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I would just trying to Google through all of our stuff here. But uh, Raheem Blackshear. Started in 1% of leagues. Three carries, three yards, and a TD. Absolutely awesome day if you are, in fact, Mr. Blackshear. Blackshear, as Darnold keeps flips to Blackshear, headed to the end zone, and in for a Panther. 
Bears touchdown. I wasn't kidding, Pete. I picked him up. (laughs) It got worse after that. That's Zilstra had three TDs after that one. So, so it was an all-in-all. It was like a Thanos star game. Carolina and the Lions. We all should have known. We we should have known that that was going to be the game of the week. But nobody was paying attention. Nobody's paying attention at all. Um, it's kind of sad that 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 portion of our our season is over the Thanos stars you guys have any fond memories of uh of the failure to start people um I did I did have uh, a, a bonus Thano this year I think he might be this year's first reverse Thano yes uh, because basically everybody started him in DeAndre Hopkins yep uh, and walked away on one catch on 11 targets for four yards so Thank you, DeAndre Hopkins. We talk uh, about nuke. He nuked your chances at getting yeah, to the finals. I got nuked by DeAndre. You know what? I got beat so badly that it wouldn't have mattered. I would have had to put up like 30 points. So I'm going to blame it on DeAndre, though. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, it, it's it been a rough one. I, it's kind of sad. I don't think... did Jody, yeah, Jody Fortson had one TD this year, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, just one? Yeah. yeah because yeah. I went to go pick him, and Ryan's like, no, I want to pick him because I want to be like Steve. Instead I mean, of fat bucks, it's wine bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played. Well, in. well played. Well played. Well, we have one more segment to get to, and it is with our good friend Taylor Lewan. It's Sneaky Starts with Taylor Lewan. I can see you and you can see me. I still haven't come up with a proper song for that one. Maybe we'll have a new guy on, on the I clip. I think it's best that you didn't. They just you had me doing it. Yeah, just, just yeah, yeah. Fly by the it's seat of my pants. Every week I like it, yeah. Fly by the seat of my pants. I appreciate that. Um, Steve, if if you were gonna find someone to start this week and maybe help out the people that are in maybe consolation finals, because clearly you got a good roster for you. Well, maybe not. I mean <laughs> Derek Henry's a pretty obvious uh, reason why you should have a sneaky start this week. <laughs> could just have a hot roster. You could. <clears throat> Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't even know what to think with fantasy football anymore. It, like we said, it's a crapshoot. So um, my thing was, I believe there are no sneaky starts in Championship Week. You're you're picking your best guys, but guess what? DeAndre Hopkins can get you a point. Devontae Adams could get you a point. So what the hell do we know, anyways? But <laughs> if you were looking for like maybe an underrated start. Um, Jared McKinnon has been absolutely lights out. Um, You heard me right. Jarek McKinnon, Mm -hmm. the guy that we were like, 10 footballist. Yeah. Four straight good weeks. Um, I'm, I don't think anybody saw the resurgence. I know a lot of people, you know, were maybe anticipating Clyde Edwards, Hilaire taking like a backseat to Isaiah Pacheco but they didn't see Jarek McKinnon kind of taking the reins. That's Andy Reid for you. He's very much like Bill Belichick. You just don't know what you're getting from him. Um, he is only being started in 50 per- 56% of sleeper leagues, which I find just absolutely bonkers. Um, against Denver week 14. Actually, I'll go back even further. Since he, he had 12 fantasy points. Denver, 25.4. Houston, 26.2 even what? last week against Seattle 
9.8. These are all standard numbers. So if you were in a PPR league, um, probably even more than that. Wait, Why are you wait. not starting Jared McKinnon? Oh, I wasn't prepared. I'm sorry. Well, it does mean points per reception. Thank you. Thank. Uh, also, Denver also runner. has not been that great um, against running backs. So if you're one of the people who is still in and you're thinking to yourself, do I start Jarek McKinnon or do I start a guy like, uh, I don't know, who do I have? Devin Singletary playing the the Bengals this week. And you're kind of like, it, it, it's a toss up. I'm probably riding the hot hand in, in Jarek McKinnon, to be honest. Um, weird things happen in fantasy football. He, and that's, that's saying something, right? Because you went out and got Devin Singletary specifically to start him this week. Right. Uh, so. not, not this week. I actually got Devin Singletary, believe it or not, to start week 15 and week 16. Week 15, mm. he put up like he put up a modest seven, which I, I'm okay with. It was a flex spot. That's that's a good show out against Chicago. Like they suck. He he went bonkers this week. Um and another thing that I hate about fantasy football is of course, my team would start showing out in the playoffs, but against the wrong opponent, mm-hmm. you can so it's just one of those things like last week, if I would have been the third seed, I would have won my first round matchup. I would have been playing the guy that uh, I, I would have beat our buddy Devin by 0.6 points. He, he, he pointed that out to me. He said, oh, I'm so glad you didn't win because you would have beat me by 0.6 and that would have been an absolute devastating heartbreak. It's how stupid. it goes. It's stupid. how the game goes. It's stupid. Ted, talk to us about some more stupid stuff. Who's your start? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not that stupid. I'm kind of on the same train as Steve, right? You're not coming to us because you're looking for some scrub off the scrap heap to start in your roster. If you're in a final, or even if in your case, Ryan, you're playing for the number all one number one overall pick. Sure right? am. Like maybe Suck you know, it, if, if you're playing for the number one overall pick, it probably means that you have some guys that are hot right now. Good luck taking those guys out of your roster spot, right? And if you're in the ship you probably have a really solid number one, two punch running back duo, right? I don't know what the combination of, obviously you don't get to the final unless you have two studs that are like hauling in, you know, 13 to 15 points a game for you, right. Or a week for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know I'm, I'm like Steve in this one, I'm focusing on on your flex spots. Uh, there's a number of guys out there. I would say from like, you know, 15 to 25 who are kind of all in the same, you know, the same boat where you can sort of feel good about starting it all. So, you know, cherry pick guys like this. I think McKin- like Jarek McKinnon was a guy that I sort of had on my list too, as a dude that I would probably put in there above many names. Um, but, you know, he's been selected. So I think the guy for me is, is I'm, I'm going to take Brian Robinson Jr. He of the shot in the butt, uh, Washington Commanders, f- force fed the ball last week. 22 carries had a, you know, didn't have a big day, but it was against one of the best defenses in the league. Right. So this week he plays the Browns defense uh, that surrendered 334 rushing yards in the last two weeks. Um, That's his versus Baltimore and new Orleans. So it's not like it's mega prolific rushing attacks, but these are people that can pound the rock. And if you're going to give them, you know, force feed them the run, I think Robinson's the type of guy that can obviously carry that load and he's going to do a lot more damage than he did you know, last week for a modest, I think it was like 58 yards or something like that. Right. So 
like I said, there's many other guys that you can be starting in this spot. But if I have Brian Robinson Jr. and, and I'm looking at a couple of guys who are maybe ranked five, six, seven spots ahead of him, I'm finding it very differ, difficult to, to not put Robinson in one of those flex spots to use him for this week because I really do think he's going to beat up on the Browns. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. I can't believe I can't believe you just said that the Ravens were not a prolific rushing attack. Sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm talking you, about <laughs> it's it's a it's a weird rushing attack, right? I mean, because I'm you, you know you you're used to seeing sort of it, it's spread out between multiple players, right? Yeah. I think you know you're you're gonna see one two running backs carry the rock in in Baltimore, and they're gonna be you know high end double digits for for yards, and then you're also gonna see. A quarterback run for like 50 or 60 in a game too so yeah you're going to see 150 rushing yards in a game but you're going to see it divvied up between three guys i'm thinking in this case that you're going to see it mostly go to one guy um you know so it's not like a, a, a slouch on what baltimore's been doing i just think they just distribute a lot better than most teams do i detect a slouch i'm 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 detecting a slouch just just saying just i, I mean I, i'm picking that up I feel Lamar, like you're Lamar wrecked the AFC North, right? He's the reason that in the AFC North, there's like a, a whole bunch of like six foot tall, 125 pound linebackers running around out there because nobody can cover this guy. They have to have a team full of spies to just watch him, right? So, yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, is Lamar their number one running back or is he their number two running back? I, I don't know. It's it's so divvied up that I don't know if there's a true answer to that when he's healthy, I should say. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I'm going to get into my start here. He's... By all means, Ryan, if you can put Lamar into your flex spot, you should do that. <sighs> no, I got... no, you shouldn't. <laughs> I got Najee Harris in my flex, unfortunately, so I, I can't help you there. Um, you got you got to keep keep your boys. Uh, he of the all-Romeo team, Romeo Dobbs, 8 of 11 targets in his last couple games uh, with Christian Watson, maybe getting sidelined for the Vikings-Packers game. It could be appointment viewing for Mr. Dobbs. Now, he's been hurt this season, but he's had some pretty big games as he was getting used to that offense. Um, the last two weeks hasn't been spectacular, but like I said, um, went 5 for 5 in week 15, 3 for 6 in week 16, 55 and 36 yards, respectfully. If he ends up being the guy that uh, that is going in, I mean, if Watson kind of goes down and he's off, him and Rodgers do have some pretty decent chemistry. Rodgers could probably air it out, and I think he does trust Dobbs. And it's a week where, I mean, I'm playing against them, but I'm also telling you if uh, you do need a start. He's not a bad option. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers still has a little bit left in the tank before he pieces out of town. And, I mean, it's against the Vikings. It's going to be, I think, a light show. I think we're going to see some fun stuff through the air. I mean, Justin Jefferson's going to have himself a day, I'm sure, as well. But uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a classic uh, Packers-Vikings matchup and Dobbs is one of the stars in that. So, again, if you need him, if you're on the consolation side, because if you're on the other side, you probably don't need him because you probably have someone better, like, you know, a Keenan Allen or one of the Williams or I don't know. Who, who's good? Who's good? Christian I, I, yeah, yeah, Christian Watts. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know who the good players are because I'm on the other side of the of the ledger. So I'm 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 hanging out in the slums, and we're you know we're going for Kentucky Fried Chicken later, like leftover. Would it be crazy if like in in like wacky what if NFL world if Aaron Rodgers played two more years and next year he ends up in the Jets and the year after that he somehow ends up in Minnesota? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know what? 
That's an interesting thought. Back in the day when uh, Adam Rank used to write those things for NFL Network, and it was called the the NFL, and he would uh-huh. do all these scenarios where it's like, what if Brett Favre didn't get traded, and like he goes through like this whole thing and like does the what the NFL? It was so like it was. It would have been a perfect thing for Ryan because it's such a like weird construct. Like it just takes you down all these weird rabbit holes. I love those. Yeah. I love those. So I'm just trying to think like who. Who's on the Vikings that would go and recruit him and they'd fly the plane out and bring him in? And it would be like, do you remember that day? You remember that day when there's all that talk like, oh, they're going to get Brett Favre. And you see the plane take off and you're watching. I remember that whole day and at like three in the afternoon, here comes the plane. I'm like, I've been watching this long enough. I've seen two, (laughs) I've seen two planes happen here. And within like a couple hours, like Brett Favre is a Minnesota Viking. Like, wow. It was like the early 2000s equivalent of like the white Bronco down the freeway. It it was like it, it had that kind of impact, right? I remember NFL Network was all over it that day. And I, I must have had the day off, obviously. And I'm just watching, like, I have nothing better to do today. I need to see how this thing ends. Sure enough, you know, this this isn't Super Bowl, man. This is Detroit. So, good times, good times. Um, that pretty... Oh, Chris had Noah Fant. Chris had Noah Fant. If you need Noah Fant, you should go and, you should go and start him. That's what he's telling you to do. Noah Fant. It's not surprising. This is a Seahawk. Evan Ingram's out there. If you can do him, Tyler Lockett, he says. <laughs> it's it's a Seahawk. We could have named anyone for the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks so. Sunday, but I'm still starting Fant with confidence, which may be why I didn't make the playoffs this year. <laughs> yeah. Love it's, it. It's, uh, that's, that's how she goes. So, um, you guys, some of you are going to be going into your championship week tomorrow. No one in this show. Some of you are going to be going to a consolation final. And in my case, that's for the first pick. I'm very excited. I've only ever traded for this pick. So it's very exciting. I have an opportunity to win it organically, uh, gluten-free. And to be honest, I like, I have no stake in the game, but I really want you to win it because the last time you traded for it, I can't even remember. I, I know you picked Kareem Hunt and I can't remember who who are the other running backs in the Kareem Hunt draft? I'm oh, that's right. Was, 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 Fournette, I think, was the other guy, right? I, mean, yeah, I was, was actually, I was, I was going to, so I was like hard on for Leonard Fournette. Like I had the biggest like football boner for Leonard Fournette for like months, months. And I thought like I'd made, I tried trading for him like the previous or for the pick, like the previous year. And I was going all in and I finally made it happen. And then I've got a buddy uh, who bets an obscene amount of money on football and does quite well and th- uh, just a work relationship. And so he's like, no, man, you got to go after Cream Hunt, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I mean, all right. This is who I was. He's like, no, leave Fernet alone. You got to go after Cream Hunt. Obviously blows up. Um, and plus, I have really, really bad uh, history with the, the my first round picks. Uh Maybe I gave one up for uh, Cooper Cup and then traded him for Melvin Gordon, who may or may not even be playing football next year. So sometimes, you know what, though? The curse of that trade has lived on, and somehow I, I may redeem myself six weeks later or eight weeks later. Yeah, you so. got Jahan Dotson in that trade, That's and guess true. what? He's in, he's in your lineup That's trying true. to get you that first overall pick. So I looked it up while you were talking, Ryan. You could have had Alvin Kamara. Oh, no kidding. 
you could have had Christian McCaffrey oh. or you could have had Leonard Fournette. And I, I, I expected those guys to kind of be like, no, I know, I know, uh, Kamara wasn't quite, that's a killer class. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you went on the clock and I was like, okay, it's going to be Leonard Fournette or maybe he's going to go kind of a little off the board and take, you know, Christian McCaffrey. Cause there was some questions whether he was going to be like, right, right, right. That he's an NFL pro. And I remember that. Yeah. Kareem Hunt. And I'm like, no way like hold the phone everybody like the drip like everybody's scribbling their draft boards out like no i didn't have cream hunt until like the fourth round what the hell is this dude doing and he was a league and winner ridiculous year mm-hmm. and everybody was like, ryan he looked like the next marshall falk he was he, uh, andy reed just like crazy. absolutely just let him run wild that year and i'm just giggling so every week i'm like thank you so much <laughs> yeah you look like you knew what you were doing. And then again, hindsight is twenty twenty because I'm pretty sure you'd rather have Christian McCaffrey all these years. Oh yeah. Long run. I mean, and I mean, unfortunately, if it wasn't for obviously the incident, I mean, cream hunt, cause I ended up dropping him, I think at some point just because obviously the Ray Rice thing was still pretty fresh as well. And yeah. like, what do you do? I mean, it's fantasy football and like, things have kind of changed now. It's like, well, I mean, is he really that bad of a guy? Like that's how this NFL treats these things. Right. So, you know, how many times have we seen, you know, the Deshaun Watson stuff or, I mean, there's, there's been a lot of guys that have done some stuff and like, well, I'm just going to go stash him over here. And like when Michael Vick came back or, you know, there, there's been too many unfortunate, you know, incidents that have happened and we're all suckers for the fact that, I mean, fantasy football comes along and like, this guy's an absolute stud when he gets on the field, and I don't agree with it in real life, but I also would rather win $1,000 or whatever. Like, It sucks to say, but it's the truth. And don't say that you're, no, I'm, I'm, I, I've, I've, let's be honest. Fantasy football, we're all unfortunate people, and you will take that guy if he was available to you. So just saying. I think the big lesson here for NFL players that is, as long as you're not betting on the game, you should be okay. Which is, I mean, yeah, that's stupid. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So you look at all those and you think, yeah, that, that one to me makes no sense. So anyway, good luck to all you people that are in the Fantasy Championship. Uh, feel free to come by and tag us and all that crap. And um, next week, we're, we're, we're doing the awards show. I got a lot of prep, 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 preparation to do. And I'm very excited. Last year was awesome. We had Jim Coventry on. He was just on a few weeks ago, and I don't need to tag him for that. I don't think he needs to be here because, I mean, he's got better things to do. He is he has a very well-paying job talking about real things instead of you know who who was the best of the worst starts in week thirteen kind of thing. So you know who was the okayest advisor, you know stuff like that. So I mean, if we can get a guest, by all means, we'll have one. But other than that, that's gonna be baby. Let's get him in. Who's who? Yeah. I've been looking. I've been trying to get a cameo for him, and it's it's kind of tough. So we'll, we'll, maybe we'll make something happen. We need him to be our spokesperson. Eventually, we'll become friends. That's this is how it starts. Yeah, you pay him a fee, and eventually we become friends. So um, <laughs> I think that's something different. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, how do you guys make friends? That's Not the that. world's best advisor. Right that's there. exactly. Uh, any final words, boys? Happy New Year's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a 2023 next New week. year, New Year's, New Year. Happy new new year, year, new you. New year, new me. Yeah. I'm going to draft better next year. 
I'm going to not make bad trades next year. <laughs> it's not true. That's... This is like the resolutionists, right? Like, yeah. No, starting J- January 1st, I am not making bad trades or bad draft picks. Yes, I will come February 1st. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I, you know what? Okay, so last year, I was, was last year the year that I was in the finals? The year before last. I was in the year that I was in the final. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with my gut this year. I'm just going to do it. And if I feel like I'm, it's the right call, it's going to be the right call. And so it was the right call all year until that day that I didn't start Stafford. <laughs> Again, I don't think it mattered. I got pretty squashed in that final, so it wouldn't have changed anything. But then, yeah, this year I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to stick to the plan. I'm going to run the numbers and I'm going to do the numbers thing. Didn't matter. Still got stomped in a semifinal. So you know what? None of it matters. Just get to the dance and then see how it goes. <laughs> That's great, great advice. Very sage advice, sir. Very yeah. sage. Nice shirt, by the way. Just get there. You can't, uh, you can't win if you don't get invited. So get the invite first. That's true. Steve, final words from the the Bass Pro Shop. Nope. Ted said it best. You just you want to get a ticket to the dance, and then once you're at the dance, you might end up dancing with the prom queen, or you might end up sitting on the sidelines drinking punch but guess what you're at the dance at least that's i'm not there <laughs> they didn't even invite you it was at free least you had a chance it was free the dance was free you're telling me there's a no nope, not even you don't even get invited you're gonna have to get off yeah. the premises sir you don't go to the school so on behalf of uh vacated chris phillips my good friend steve and ted i'm ryan this is that helps no one fantasy cast on the dean blundell network Good luck this week. You might need it. Peace out. No, you might need it. You definitely You will need it. You'll actually... You will need... I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.